You are listening to the Living Room Confessional Podcast. Hi guys, welcome to another episode of the Living Room Confessional Podcast. I'm your host, Courtney. So in today's episode, we are going to be talking about a season of solitude. So I don't really have a script or anything too prepared for this. I've jotted down a couple of notes, but I've been thinking about this for a while because I've actually told my dad and my sister and a couple of my really close friends that I actually feel like my life is in a bit of a transition period. I'm not 100% sure what that means just yet, but I can kind of feel a bit of a shift coming and it's really exciting. I just don't know what to do. But something I have noticed is that I have lost the urge to be around people. I have a lot of peace in my life right now and a lot of that comes from spending time with myself and really investing in myself. And I think that it's really, really important for us to look at how we're spending our time because when you are constantly pouring into everybody and you're constantly just going out doing things, you're ex- you're just using all this energy and you're not taking the time to really refill yourself and just kind of replenish what you've lost and give yourself time to rest and just kind of sitting with yourself and where you are with your life and just allowing yourself to replenish what you've lost. Now, I'm not in any way, shape, or form telling you not to hang out with people or make plans or anything like that, but I feel like when you don't really take the time to spend time and get to know yourself and take care of yourself, you miss things. You're always wondering, why am I so tired? Why am I so stressed? But then it's just kind of like, when was the last time you got a massage? When was the last time you got your hair done? When was the last time you did something for yourself without other people that was just for you, to refill you, to do something that you enjoyed that makes you happy? And sometimes we really need to separate ourselves from others to give ourselves time to grow or to learn something new about ourselves, or to just allow our bodies, our minds, our our emotional state, just to allow rest. Like there's so much going on constantly with work, with family, with friends. Your personal life can be so, so, so full, but you can be walking around empty. And unless you allow yourself to step away, you can end up very unhappy. A lot of us smile on the outside, but we are actually extremely empty on the inside. So stepping away allows us to take stock of where we are personally and make sure that you are good because if you're not good, how can you possibly help anyone else? So I think somewhere we can start is just going back a little bit to what I just said is looking at how you are spending your time. I went through a season of being afraid to be alone. I surrounded myself with people at all times and it was so draining. The drama, the stress, everything that came with being around other people 
and their issues being around people who were not for me, being in situations that I had no business being in, all because I did not want to be alone. When I tell you I could have saved myself so much heartache and so much pain and so much stress and just unhappiness by just being okay with spending time alone. Find a hobby that you like to do by yourself. This goes into other areas of your life. If you are in a relationship, if it's a friendship, it doesn't matter what kind of ship it is. If you aren't comfortable being by yourself, then why would anybody else want to hang out with you? You have to be comfortable. If you can't even sit and read a book, if you can't go to the store or have dinner by yourself, let me tell you, if you want to make yourself uncomfortable and see how you really feel about yourself, go to dinner. Don't bring a book. Like, just go to dinner, eat by yourself, get off your phone, put your phone away. Don't even pull it out. Just sit there with your thoughts and see how you feel. Being alone is one of the quickest ways to learn how you feel about yourself. A lot of people can't even be alone with their thoughts. They need a distraction and they have to pick up their phone. It took me years to be able to go into a restaurant and comfortably sit by myself to where like now, yeah, I'll bring a magazine. Well, I don't buy magazines anymore, but I'll bring a book. I have my, my e-reader, uh, what is it called? A Kindle, whatever. You know what I mean? I have that and I go to breakfast at least once or twice a month by myself. I'll go to the nail shop by myself and I will read and it's a comfortable thing. Or sometimes I'll just sit there and look out the window and think or just people watch. That's so fun, by the way. But you need to be comfortable in your solitude. You need to be comfortable being alone. If you can't stand being just with you, tell me why anybody else would want to be with you. And if they're so comfortable being with you, are you really being yourself? If you can't stand to be alone with yourself, who are you being that allows other people to be comfortable to be with you? Like what version of yourself is that? Because is that actually you? Or are you putting on a facade so that you can be comfortable to be with other people and they want to actually hang out with you? Ask yourself, am I comfortable with me? And do an experiment. Go somewhere you would not ordinarily go by yourself. Go to the mall. Go get coffee. Like, go do an activity. Oh my God, there's nothing like being outside in the middle of a lake in a kayak or a paddleboard by yourself. You have no one to talk to. And if you pull out your phone, you are either crazy or really, really bold. Because if that bad boy falls in the water, like it's done. Like literally challenge yourself to go do something by yourself and see how you react. Make a conscious effort to get to know yourself. How many people do we know? Like I feel like everybody knows at least one person in their life or they've heard stories about someone that someone in their life knows where they're, they hit their 40s or mid to late 30s or 50s and they're just like, my husband bought a cowboy boots and a cowboy hat, got a tattoo and a Harley and wants to be young again. He has no direction. All of a sudden he's trying to find himself and he doesn't know who he is. Why don't you know yourself now? So that when you get to that age, you don't have to go through the midlife crisis because you already know who you are. Are you making a conscious effort to get to know yourself in every stage of your life? If you are a person that wants 
to grow. You're going to change. You're going to evolve over time. So continue to make a conscious effort to get to know who you are in this particular stage of your life and continue to do so so that you don't have to do something drastic. And like the cowboy boots, you know, I, that was a little drastic. Like I, I'm, I live in Texas, like everybody should have a pair of cowboy boots, if you ask me. But still, so that you don't have to have this drastic life altering moment where you leave your husband or wife and you tell your kids to go get jobs and get out of your life so you can go live your life and go to France at the age of 70 and not have the experience that you should have had when you were in your 30s because you didn't take the time to get to know who you are and where you wanted to go and the places go to the places that you want to travel to see who they could help you transform into and evolve into over time make sure you are living your life for you but allow your allow you yourself to fall in love with you i've taken time this year and i've made so many posts on my personal pages as well as professional about how amazing it feels to get to know me it is liberating when you stop giving a crap about what other people think of you and you just allow you to be you life is really hard enough without adding other people's expectations on top of how you think you should be get to know yourself and fall in love with yourself and that means falling in love with the process the process of growth, the process of learning, the process of just aging and getting older and things that life throws at you. Fall in love with yourself, pay attention. You expect other people to pay attention to you when you're in a relationship, but then you don't pay attention to yourself when it's just you. Like, I'm sorry, but something's wrong here. <laughs> like you want this person to get to know you when you get into a relationship, but you don't even take the time to get to know yourself. Fall in love with you. You are the most amazing person in your life. If you don't feel that way about yourself, something is wrong. You set the tone, you set the expectations for yourself and screw what everybody else thinks. They don't know anything. Like they need to focus on them. Other people are supposed to add value to your life, not define your life. So make sure you are falling in love with yourself and allow yourself to grow. You're going to make mistakes. Do not punish yourself. Life is just, <laughs> it's literally like we're all characters in our own story. We're going to fall. We're going to learn. We're going to grow. We're going to mess up again and we're going to learn. We're going to get up. We're going to continue to grow. That's the goal is just to continue to grow and evolve and learn. Give yourself grace. I constantly have to tell myself this. Give yourself grace because you're just learning. Every stage of life is different from the previous stage. Yes, there are things that are going to transfer with you, but there are going to be times where you're like, excuse my language, what the fuck? I just got here and I'm just like, dude, like what, what is happening? Who are these people? Why are they here? Why are they acting this way? And how am I supposed to respond? You're not going to know everything. Give yourself grace and allow yourself to move through life slowly so that you can grow and you can learn in the process. I think that's so important. You're human. You're not meant to know everything. Which brings me to my next point. Sometimes 
especially when you're in seasons of growth, God is eliminating your distractions so that he can prepare you for what is to come. So sometimes solitude is a blessing because it takes away the distractions of the world, of the people around you, so that you can see you and you can see God without feeling like you're trapped in a bubble with everyone else and being judged. And I know y'all know what I mean. We all went through high school. (laughs) Like, come on. You know what I mean. Like, you try to step out on faith or you try to step out and do something and be bold and just do something outside of your comfort zone and then everyone comes from you. All of a sudden, you're weird. All of a sudden, you're trying to be different or you just want attention. And it's like, no, you're just trying to express yourself. So when these things happen, understand that it is healthy both spiritually, physically, emotionally, to get away from people. Yes, people are meant to help you, but they can also hinder you if you're not careful. Be very careful with who you surround yourself with. I preach this like 10 times over throughout this podcast. It's been almost two years. Be very careful with who you spend your time with. Your time is precious, and it's something you cannot get back. If you don't want to talk to somebody, guess what? You don't have to talk to them. Life goes on. Yeah, they might be mad. That's on them. Move on. Understand that you get one life. You need to grow and be enthusiastic about the things that you do and live your life to the absolute fullest. And in the process, learn to love yourself and enjoy it. Like everything else can wait. Yes, it is important to have people in your life to help guide you and to grow with you. I don't feel like people were meant to be alone. We weren't created to be alone. But sometimes solitude is good when you need to focus and pay attention to something very specific to you. Everyone can't go on your journey. And if this person, even though they may be a lifelong friend, or they might be a husband or a parent or a sibling, yes, they might be in your life forever. But sometimes you have to take a step back and you have to realize that this, in this moment, this thing, in this moment, that's for me. That's for me only. It's between me and God or it's just for me. But you have to be comfortable enough and be self-aware enough to realize and recognize those moments where you need your solitude so that you can grow and you can actually see things for yourself and do things that are good for you that other people just might not understand. I think this is like really, really important for a lot of us to take stock of in our lives. If you are not comfortable with being alone, start there because that's a problem. Because at some point in your life, you are going to be alone whether you like it or not. It could be when you're 80, 70 in a hospital room by yourself. You can't expect everyone to be there for you at all times. You don't know what's gonna happen in your life. So get comfortable with you. Learn to love you. Learn to seek God in those moments and respect and appreciate the solitude that comes with it. Because with solitude, I feel like comes separation and growth. 
And that is for your good. It's for your benefit. And so acknowledge that when you hit a season of solitude, you're not actually alone. You're probably in a transitional state and you're getting ready to level up or have a big change in your life. That doesn't mean that people are going away forever. This is just something that is specifically for you. And understand that that is okay. It's a good thing. It is a really good thing because honestly, sometimes if we're really honest with ourselves, sometimes the people that we allow and that we drag with us throughout life, they're not meant to be there. And they probably hold us back sometimes from things that we should have been doing, but we didn't do it because of that specific person. So learn to be comfortable doing things yourself appreciate solitude anytime you can get it. People with children, I'm sure you understand. I don't have any children, but I feel like I'll appreciate it even more once I do have children. That's not a dig, because kids are great, but they're always in your business and in your space and taking your stuff and touching your stuff and everything's sticky and I don't understand why. But still, embrace solitude, because with solitude comes growth, it comes it allows transition and it allows you to level up. I don't feel like we are ever the same when we come out of a situation of a time of separation. I think it's healthy. I think it, it's growth. It's a blessing any way that you look at it because you come out different. It may not be physically different, but you might think different. Spiritually, you might become closer to God. Physically, you might have taken time to work on yourself, focus on yourself. You just don't know. So just embrace it. And don't be afraid to be alone. You came in, unless you're a twin or a multiple of something. You came into this world alone. And if you leave on your own time, like in your time, hopefully you leave alone because we don't want to take a bunch of people with us. Hopefully, because that would not be good in most situations. But learn to embrace the time that you have by yourself because usually it's fleeting. We are not meant to live life alone. So it's very important that when we are in a season of solitude or separation, that we embrace it and we take from it whatever we can to allow ourselves to grow and kind of move forward in life. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I'm a little out there today, but you know what? This is, this is how I am. <laughs> this is me. You might have heard my dog. You might have heard an echo. I'm having microphone issues again, but it is what it is, and we're going to get these podcast episodes done. I hope you guys have an amazing week, and I will talk to you in two weeks. Bye. Thanks again for tuning in. Bye. Bye.